welcome to Awakened Path Radio, helping to spread love and light for the highest and greatest good. I'm your host, Reverend Candice Nadine Breen, Spiritualist Minister and Healing Minister. For more information, including show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more, visit my website at www.awakenedpathonline.com. Again, that's www.awakenedpathonline.com. Now, on to today's show. Today, we have with us Nagla Gafar who is a gifted Reiki master and intuitive life strategist and healer. She is trained in both Yusui and Karuna Karuna, Holy Fire Reiki systems, Tongren tapping healing systems, and ancient Egyptian energy healing. She is a natural intuitive healer who specializes in energy diagnosis, balancing, and clearing. She is also founder and owner of the Divina Holistic Center, and her goal is to help individuals deepen their understanding of themselves and their own power. She holds a CAGS in Applied Linguistics and an MA in Professional Writing. She has been teaching in colleges around the world for the past 23 years and has made teaching students about self-awareness and empowerment a main focus of her career for the past 10 years. She is also a licensed certified Holy Fire Yusui and Karuna Reiki master teacher, Tong Ren practitioner, and a talented intuitive healer. So welcome to our show, Nagla. It's so great to have you on our show today. Thank you. It's great to be here. I know that was quite a mouthful introduction. (laughs) (laughs) You're amazing. So thank you. Tell us about your journey to founding the Davina Davina, Holistic Center. Well, um, I really didn't set out to um, found a holistic center or didn't know anything about energy healing. when I was young. Um, My journey started purely academic. Um, One of the things that that I know about myself is I've always been very sensitive to people's energy and I seem to bring healing and peace to situations that I get into. But my focus in the beginning was very academic. So I went on, got my degrees and everything. I was very interested in human nature and how things work and read a lot about energy growing up, but I never thought that I would have a business or take that path. I've always been a teacher since I was 22 years old. Um, and um, around 2010, mm-hmm. uh, my mother passed suddenly. Um, and it was unexpected and I was overwhelmed by grief. And this is when Reiki found me. Um, it was quite by chance. I was invited to an event and it started snowballed into um, this thirst of learning more and more and more. And the more I learned, the more I discovered more about myself and who I am and how I work. Mm-hmm. 
and it brought a lot of healing into myself and um and I wanted to share that healing with others um and in 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 its own way I mean everything that I've learned in my life got incorporated into the practice mm-hmm. it started very small um in a basement somewhere uh mm-hmm. and it grew from there step by step and very organically mm-hmm. um and it brings me so much pleasure because I'm very passionate about it mm-hmm. and I feel so honored to be available to help other people feel empowered and you know share what I've learned with them that's fantastic now <clears throat> what is offered um through the Davina Holistic Center and um what can potential clients expect when they visit the center well, the center has been expanding over the past few years. Um, well, it first started out with Reiki, um, and this is the main service that I offer, Reiki um, energy healing mm-hmm. and intuitive analysis of um, people's energy fields and what they're, um, what they're experiencing and why they're experiencing it and you know, bringing healing into situations in their life. Um, I think what I failed to um, explain is that um, what you call um, an empath. Mm-hmm. Um, so I deeply feel people's energy fields, mm-hmm. um, sometimes on the physical level, but mostly on the spiritual level. Mm-hmm. So when I'm with somebody, um, I feel their felt and unfelt emotions and where it is lodged in their energy fields. Mm-hmm. So a Reiki session would usually start by a conversation and where I can actually sit with the person, let them know how, what I'm feeling and ask them a few questions. Um, based on my experience and my studies in, in energy, I kind of provide developed um, some sort of what you might call a dictionary for my own intuition. Mm-hmm. So I learned to ask the right questions based on where I feel things. And I feel them as if they are my own. So it's not like that I see something in somebody's energy field. I actually feel it in myself. Mm. Um, and I ask for an interpretation. I ask questions. And usually the per- it helps the person dive into their own world and, and, and notice things that they have my that might they might have become numb to because they have been exposed to for a long time Mm. um and the conversation starts the healing i noticed that um the 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 energy healing starts as soon as the conversation starts Mm. and then it comes to a culmination and when the reiki session starts it's 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 usually a huge release um for people and then um most of them, if not all of them, feel very peaceful at the end. And I like, um, it, I like to empower people to take charge of their energy field and be the captain of their own ships. So I like to leave them with um, tips and 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 um, um, and kind of intuitive um, recipes for maintaining their energy field so that they can live up to their highest potential and feel empowered and feel in charge of their own energy because they are ultimately the creators of their own world. Mm -hmm. Um, 
but not most people don't understand that. So whatever the thing they're experiencing from, you know, that is, is, is imposed on them from the out world is they're really attracting it. So, and there is something in them that, that, that is attracting that kind of experience to them. And the whole reason for it really is to heal them, not to crush them or make them feel like victims. I, um, and they are creators. They're not victims, but most of them, and most of us actually don't realize that in the situation. So I'd like to incorporate that in the, in my session. Mm. Um, other uh, practices that I I practice tongue ven, which is really tapping. Um, uh, it's developed by uh, Tom Tam. Uh, he's in Quincy near Boston, mm-hmm. and this is purely um, on the physical level. Um, my passion is for Reiki, really, um, but Tangren is very uh, specific for the physical. So, um, and this is when the energy has kind of culminated into an effect that actually affected the physical uh, body. So, um, Tangren is very, you know, it's pinpoint precise. So, it goes to that specific place and brings light into it and 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 heals it. Um, and it's built on the, the the premise that illness or disease really is lack of light in that particular part of the body. Okay. So by enlightening it, um, the the and and getting rid of the cause, the the effect which is the disease actually starts to disappear. And it has done miraculous things, and you can feel it instantly. It's just. Uh, um, but it's it's very much more geared towards uh, the physical body, not just the 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 not the um, energy field in general. It's the effect of what happened in the energy field on the physical body. Um, I've also started um, um, an empowerment group um, that's starting this Friday oh, wow. at six tomorrow, actually. Um, I I just love to share what I've learned because it changed my life. It changed my life completely. Um, I I got into a point where I couldn't get out of bed in the morning. My my body was aching all the time. I was in my late 30s feeling like I'm 60 and headaches, migraines, and and I couldn't sleep. Um, And, you know, when the mind takes over kind of thing. Um, And my journey with Reiki and energy healing have brought me a lot of peace and a lot of empowered me to, to, to feel, really feel who I am um, rather than um, interpret who I am through the eyes of others. If, if, if you can, you know, feel what I'm saying. Um, So, um, and in, in discovering more about who I am Mm -hmm. and how to heal myself, Mm -hmm. I became very passionate about, actually sharing that with other people, especially with women. Oh, yes. Um, because I think you know, most of us are very sensitive to, to the world. So we incorporate a lot of perceptions into our own. And we, we forget who, who we are and how powerful creators we are. Um, so this is starting this Friday, as I said, at, at 6 o'clock. Um, I also do uh, sound healing sessions, um, uh, incorporating Reiki as well, and that's once a month. Mm-hmm. 
And it's growing from there. It's just like um, a lot of times it's very organic, as I said. Um, I learned to follow my intuition and my guidance. And a lot of times I'll wake up one day with an idea and I post it. And and then whatever happens, happens. Um, It's divinely guided. Yeah. So, um, and I meet the best of people. I really, and the most important part is that there are people who want to heal. They have the desire and, and they are really ready mm. to take on the journey of self-healing. Right. And in, in that sense, I mean, I totally believe that if, if we do heal ourselves, that's the best gift we can give the world. Because we really can't change anybody else, but we can bring our own light into it. That's fantastic. Now, do, uh, all of these events take place at uh, the Holistic Center? Yes. Now, where's your Holistic Center it's in Pawtucket on Mineral Springs Ave. It's 560 Mineral Spring Ave Avenue in Pawtucket, mm-hmm. the second floor, Suite 206. Um, but it's mostly in the evenings and the, in the weekends right. um, because I do teach in the morning so and, and, and I have a job. So, yeah, of course. So um, <laughs> yeah. I keep those two separate, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so do you, do you offer any – what about people um, – I don't know if you, this is on, you offer this or not, but say someone wants to get healed and they live in Arizona, could you do distance Reiki for them? Yes, yes, absolutely, yes. Actually, it's just as powerful as the actual session, oh, yeah. sometimes even more powerful, yes. There's no, no such thing as time and space when it comes to energy healing. We're all connected. That is true. Um, so um, I, I can feel them as if they are in a room with me. And as I said, I'm very empathic. Mm-hmm. So the minute I start talking to somebody, even on the phone, I feel what's going on oh, yeah. with them. And if I, if it goes on to a distant energy healing, I can feel them even deeply. That's fantastic. So. Well, that's good. So other people, you know, are not left out who live far away and they can also get healing as well. That's so fantastic that you offer that. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I started with my own family, actually, all the way in Egypt. So oh, <laughs> I was like, it was fantastic. It's just oh. fantastic. It's just, it, it, it brings so much awareness into what, what this whole world is like and, mm. and the, how much there is, there is really no separation between any of us. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all connected. It's like um, an energy worldwide web. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. yeah. So um, your family, you said you started with your family in Egypt. Were they supportive of this? Were they like, oh, what? What is this? You know how some family members can be. So how did they react to um, your holistic practice? Well, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, if you've known me before I started this, you would have never imagined that I would be doing something <laughs> like this. I was very cerebral, very academic, but I had so much faith at the same time. Mm. So there was the initial skepticism, you know, but um, energy healing is all about the experience. You can't really tell somebody about it. The minute they experience it, they can't really um, explain it, but they know it happened. Right. You know, because they can feel it. So... um, it started with the skepticism in the beginning, but my family are very kind to me. I mean, like they're very supportive. I have two brothers um, living in Egypt and I adore them. So 
they wouldn't hurt me with any kind of, uh, you know, they might just laugh it out in the beginning or whatever. But once they experience it, you know, um, it, it, it grows. And there was personal healing for this to, to me as well. I had to learn not to care about what anybody else feels because that was, as an empath, you really do yep. care a lot about how other people feel mm-hmm. because you feel it. You don't yeah. want to feel it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but, you know, it's amazing how right now I can laugh it off if somebody, you know, I don't, I, it really doesn't matter to me whether somebody believes or not, um, because essentially the people who um, at least have the interest or the willingness to, to explore and want to self-heal and want to investigate what else is out there are the people who are going to be knocking on my door. Other than that, really, the rest is none of my business. you know (laughs) right now now, I mean there's so many people who are awakening and um, realizing that uh, energy about energy realizing that energy healing exists and that they can also heal get healing from energy healing in in your experience do you find that um, there are increasingly more holistic health practices that are becoming part of um, more mainstream cultures, just not, you know, the United States, but maybe in other countries as well? Yes. Yes. It's all over the world. Yeah. Um, and uh, even in, in Egypt, like there are Reiki practitioners and energy healers all over the place. And I really didn't think that it would fly very well over there because, <laughs> you know, anything that has to do, you know, there's, there's misconceptions about what energy healing is. And usually like people associated with, things that are not positive but um but um it's changing worldwide worldwide it's all over the place um um and in the united states um i see more and more especially with psychologists Mm -hmm. um getting really interested in 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 energy healing and it's growing. It's not on the level where you can get health insurance coverage for it yet, but, yeah. <laughs> but it's growing. And, yeah. and I really do get referrals from psychologists. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there is an affinity between the study of the human psyche mm-hmm. um, and, and, and uh, energy healing because they complement each other so much. I always say that um, uh, therapy usually stirs up everything under the surface and energy healing helps clear it up and and brings light into it so it's not one or the other I think it's it's important to start somewhere and and get the healing started and then usually the person finds their way to where they need to be so because I do believe in in divine guidance and 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 grace and I feel that that Grace is bringing a lot of people to to a place of self healing, and surprisingly, a lot, a lot, a lot of the people that I'm seeing right now are a lot younger than I expected. Yeah. So there's more and more young people starting their journey very early. I mean, it didn't start for me until I was close to forty. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, it's 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 so endearing. It's so. Heart opening to see a twenty-year-old or or twenty-something-year-old walking into my door, and they are really uh, so aware to a level that we weren't, and when when we were younger, you know, it's just um, I feel that 
you know, I don't know. Uh, the 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 whole vibration of the planet is changing, and it's changing things very fast. Mm-hmm. And a lot of younger people who are more open are, you know, more and more interested in exploring that um, in a way that maybe the previous generation wasn't. Yeah, that's true. I I do see a lot of younger people who are like taking it, taking it. Uh, they're doing a great job at, at just embracing. And as yes. if there's nothing else for them, they are so more open-minded than previous generations. And they're, and it's good because they're the future and it's good to yes. be by uh, open-minded people. <laughs> and for our future. It's, and, it's and, amazing. Yeah. It's so totally awesome. Um, so, you know, you mentioned about uh, briefly mentioned, um, you, you had, if we knew you and your, before you became involved with holistic practices, we weren't, we would have thought that you would never have been involved in it. So, um, what, what was the, I mean, you briefly talked about it, but you could elaborate it and elaborate in how you actually really became interested in holistic practices. I mean, took it on and what was the turning point for you? Um, my life as it was, was not, um, I was not as um, fulfilling to me as I as it used to. If that makes sense to you, yes. Um, I I noticed that this happens to me, you know, every once in a while, like a long while. It happened to me when I left Egypt. Mm-hmm. I had the same feeling. You get the feeling that everything that I was supposed to do here is done. Right. There is there is a leap of faith that I need to take on my uh, on myself, and usually the opportunity presents itself. With Reiki, on the other hand, as I said, I was overwhelmed by grief, so I was forced to stand still. Uh, before then, I was building a family, I was building a career, um, um, and and I was really passionate about. It. I'm still still am passionate about being with my students. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's we serve in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I love working with young people. Um, so my grief put me to a halt. It forced me to stand still and just kind of, you know, uh, feel everything, <laughs> if, mm-hmm. if you know what I mean. Yeah. And that was very overwhelming. And this is when um, I was... Um, in a spiritualist church invited for an event and I, and to honor a friend, I went and it wasn't really something that I would have done before. Um, but, um, there were Reiki healers there. And at the end of the service, they asked if somebody, if people wanted to get healing and there was one chair left and everybody's looking at everybody. And, (laughs) and I said, it's like, what the heck I went and I sat down on the chair and, um, I, what I felt and what I saw, um, was very, um, different. And I mean, it's something that I felt in prayer, but I never felt it with somebody putting their hands on me. Yes. And the last words I hear, I heard from the person that was, um, during, uh, the Reiki healing on me, it was a f- just a few minutes mm-hmm. was grace will always be with you. Oh, and my heart just opened. And I found myself asking what it was, and I started taking uh, classes, and I couldn't get enough. Um, mm-hmm. And and uh, 
it helped me heal. Um, in the beginning, not in the easiest way, um, but um, but gradually, it, it it helped me grow. I I mean, it was I was almost like a seed bursting at the seams. I I don't know how to explain it. Um, but it really gave me what I needed to grow and become me. Um, um, so that's the best that I could explain it. It, it just, um, and, and it, in, and in that it just, it ignited a passion in me that, um, I've always had, I mean, I'm, I'm a learner. I, I, I love to learn. I, I, I feel that it brings me closer to God. Mm-hmm. Um, I like to, to learn about everything and anything, mm-hmm. but with energy healing, it, it it wasn't an outside learning. It was an inside job. I, I was learning about me yeah. for the first time in my whole life. And it's the most empowering thing. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing that, you know, a lot of us don't think that we have to do self-work first and that the self-work doesn't end. It's constant. Yeah. It's, it's it constant. doesn't, no. <laughs> <laughs> and when you're helping others, you're still helping. It's still helping yourself yes. because we are all connected. And when you help, yes. you know, it's, it's like a big body. And when you help a, one portion of the body, the body gets healthier. And yeah. uh, that's how you're actually helping yourself as well. And we don't realize that. Now, for those, yeah. of, those people out there who have never been to a spiritualist service, uh, I'm just going to briefly explain what um, Nagla was talking about in regards to the healing portion. There is a portion of the uh, service that has a healing portion and they have the healers um, and stand in front of chairs and they invite people to come up for healing and they do uh, Reiki on them or different things like that. And you could come up and get a healing. It's a powerful experience. It's a wonderful experience. And um, for those of you who have not been, uh, been, um, involved and I encourage you to find a spiritualist center or any go to any get healing because we all need it no matter how perfect we think we are we all have self-work to do that is constant it is constant 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 Um, there may be things that are underlying that are beneath the surface that we don't even know about that um, becomes uncovered so it's a it's a very good experience, and I'm so glad, Nagla, that you had that experience to open up yourself and to do begin doing your work, which is fantastic. Yes. <laughs> now you you also you I mean you wear many hats here, and you're also an intuitive life strategist and healer. So um, could you elaborate a little bit on what these this entails? Um, these two things. So in preparation for my healing journey, I think, uh, I, I, I honestly think that it was divinely guided. Mm-hmm. Um, um, in my current job about 15 years ago, mm-hmm. um, I started um, teaching young people about um, success in life. Um, the book that uh, we were using um, what I discovered that the person has done a lot of research into spirituality and put it together in an academic form. And there was, um, it brought a lot of different aspects of the self and how to grow it to ensure success in life and success in the book equals joy and happiness in real life. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and um, through my experience within my work teaching that particular course, I've learned to connect with people and know exactly what is it that, you know, make every person tick because it's different from one person to the other, but not just that, help them realize and dive into themselves and see what is suitable for them, Mm -hmm. who they are, know thyself first Mm -hmm. and then take it from there. Um, And that's, that's basically what I do with people. I help them pinpoint who they are Mm -hmm. and what they want and not what other people tell them that what they need to be happy. Mm. And, um, and, um, and, and connect with that and step-by-step step just kind of, and it, it is healing. It is healing to do that as well. It's, it's healing their life as well as themselves. Um, just kind of uh, call it a, a, um, a personal GPS. Um, to kind of just, <laughs> you know, show you, okay, is that, uh, this is the destination you want to achieve. Uh, are you making the best choices? Um, are you taking the right exit? Um, is that going to lead to where you want? And okay, let's investigate that and see step by step, what is the outcomes of what, what that behavior is, is bringing to your life. And would you like that? Or would you like something different? Because if you'd like something different, that's a different destination that you need to set your internal GPS for and align your choices, your life choices with that, with these goals, you know? That's really um, interesting, you know, because um, we, when a lot of times when we make decisions, it's usually socially driven decisions you know, what will make, earn me the most money, what will, uh, you know, things like that. Um, instead of like, we, and we, and we suffocate our, our, uh, ambitions, uh, for lack of a better word and, um, never, and, and we, um, suffer great disappointment and unhappiness because we know there's something that we want and because, uh, it doesn't fit with societal norms, we are forced to put the dream aside or, or our ambition aside and never ever get there. So that's really good that you guide them. Yeah. Yeah. One of the most important things that, that actually it, it, it wasn't, I was in class one day and people always talk about the American dream. Okay. Mm. The white picket fence, the house, the car, the, the whole shebang. And, um, <laughs> and then I found myself, yeah. And one time in class, I was asking the students, so so when you go to bed at night, do you all have the same dream? Mm. And they said, no, why would we? I don't, so when you're awake, why would you have the same dream? Exactly. Mm. That's interesting. You know, why, why wouldn't you choose the dream that best suit you? Mm. Um, because that's, and you will never know what that dream is until you discover yourself. And fortunately, what you just spoke about, Candace, is, is crucial to their awareness because by experiencing that contrast and that discomfort mm. and that dissatisfaction of what people tell you what you need to do to be happy, and at the end of the road, you, you're there, but you're not happy, exactly. is what ignites the passion to find out what really makes us happy. Mm. It is necessary. Um, because it, it, it kind of lights up our fire to investigate 
what works for us individually. Right. Um, because what works for Nagla wouldn't work for Candace, wouldn't work for somebody else. It's just, and, and, and diversity is the nature of this world. And, and everyone is valuable no matter what they do. Right. They are created for a specific part and, and they won't find their happiness elsewhere. Mm. That's true. That's true. And it's, 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 I mean, it, it would be nice if, uh, you know, diversity were such a, a big part of, of society and, and accepted and not looked upon as, um, different or uh not a money maker i mean it's everything is always about money you know um this is not gonna earn you money i'm not gonna do this job i have to get, get a job that i don't like because it pays the bills things like that so that's um that's something that society is still uh working on and in evolve and it's still evolving so hopefully one day all these societal <laughs> norms will be gone I mean, that's a good big dream <laughs> Well, don't, don't you feel that the whole earth is actually getting out of that survival mode and, yeah. and it was appropriate. It's survival and it's, it's the basic human needs. But I think more and more people are going into thriving now rather than surviving. Yeah. Um, like and, 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 you know, so it, it, they are stepping into it. And I feel that it's, it's kind of wherever you go, mm. the, the, the word diversity and the word excuse me the 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 individual is becoming more and more pronounced rather than the group right. and there are a lot of people exploring and it, it's becoming on a younger and younger age too before you have to hit middle age to have a middle age crisis and then <laughs> find out what you know but right now it's starting very Really, it's really starting to, to it, it's starting very early. I'm not saying it's all across the board, but I'm saying that there are more and more people who are opening up and, and, and waking up to who they are a lot earlier in life, at least experiencing that mm -hmm. discomfort and that, you know, that's not it kind of thing right. earlier and, and earlier. And then that's, 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 that's really um, that's exciting great. because... Yep. The, and it's not just here it's everywhere mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <coughs> excuse me i was talking with some people from the uk via skype and let me tell you it's an amazing i mean i was so surprised <coughs> at the youth who were out there in, on the forefront spreading this wonderful um metaphysical world the things that are, you know, labeled metaphysical that are, you know, spreading it. And it's just fantastic. They're not waiting to, like you said, middle age after spending like half of their life doing something that they hate it. They're not waiting to that point. They're doing it now, which is great because they're our future. They're, they're changing. It'll, you know, as we can feel that the force in the universe changing anyway, it'll help you know, spread this change and affect more people. And it's just, it's just such an amazing thing to watch happen. It is. Yeah, the world needs them. Oh yeah, definitely. It's time. Yeah, it's time. Yeah. So you've also done some it's research of ancient wisdom paired with heightened intuitive sensitivity, which is very interesting. So what were your findings in regards to like relevance to what uh, your current practices or what's going in the world, et cetera? So what did you find? Because I know we can learn a lot from ancient wisdom that's so 
relevant today, like um, the Mayan calendar, for instance, um, we could learn so much from ancient wisdom. What have you uh, discovered in your research? That's a, that's a large topic. Do you have time? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> oh, you know, down for us um, the cliff note version. Well, I'll, I'll try to uh, kind of, well, what I, I've always been interested in, in faith-based research, mm-hmm. no matter what the faith is. Mm-hmm. And my finding, the, the most important one, is that we all believe the same in different ways. Mm-hmm. Um, we're all connected to one creator, one source. Um, And we're like rays of the sun, just like in, in Egypt, the ancient Egypt, it was Ra, the the sun, uh, uh, the sun God and the rays with the hands at the end. And I feel that each one of us is that hand. Um, It's like, we are the, the um, God's gift to the world. I mean, like it's a palm. Each one of us brings a gift here. Yes. and and it, each gift is different and it, there's so many and it just you need to realize that you are at the end of each ray mm. um you know and we're all connected so whatever one of us does affects the other like the cells in the body mm. um and we all you know um lack of a better term we all inside we all we're all christ we're all buddha we're all um, that there is a light inside of us, um, that knows what to do. Uh, the problem comes when, when our experience, you know, uh, kind of touching point with our mind basically, mm-hmm. uh, creates contrast and a pull mm-hmm. polarity between the two, but it is necessary. But, um, the, 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 the road to happiness starts with, you know, finding your way back to that light and because in that light you connect with the source of all things. Mm. In that light there is peace. In that light, in that place inside the heart, not the mind, mm. there is peace, there is joy, there is absolute abundance and there is happiness beyond happiness even if you don't have a thing. Right. Um because it doesn't it's not important. What becomes important is becoming that ray. Mm-hmm. is becoming that that realizing that you are that light and you are unique and there's only one of you in the world and in order for you to do your job you just got to tweak your system and make sure that the machine is working well mm-hmm. because you're living in it for a moment that body is that palm at the end of the ray but it's not the whole of you mm-hmm. the whole of you is 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 much more magnificent and much more it's enormous and it's connected to something that is bigger than everything. Mm-hmm. And that, that, that creator is always, 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 no matter what we're experiencing, looking out for our best interest, like the best parent ever. And um, as a parent myself, if I can feel like that towards my child, I can only imagine what, what the creator feels towards me. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't even imagine that. Mm-hmm. So, um, and, and these things are in every single culture, in every single tradition. The mythology is the same. The, the, the stories are the same. They are told differently to cater to the different um, uh, temperaments of people and how they understand things. And that's the, the miracle of it because 
the creator speaks to each one of us in the language that they understand. Yes. But in all, the message is the same. I'm here. I'm with you. Go create in my name. Nice. And you are blessed and grace is always with you. Oh, that's fantastic. I can talk to you all day, Nagla. <laughs> so <clears throat> well, I love talking to you too. <laughs> Do you have um, any upcoming events I know you have something tomorrow um, or publications, yes. et cetera, that you would like to share with our, our listeners. Uh, well, all my events are, um, are posted on um, the app meetup at mm-hmm. the Vina Holistic Center. Yeah. Um, I do have the sound healing. I love that um, every month. It's once a month mm-hmm. and it's really, really, um, um, it's usually a very peaceful, very, uh, um, beautiful community that I've, uh, it's dear to my heart and I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's group. Um, and, um, other than that, my time only permits so much. So I'm only available in the evening and, the and the weekends. And, uh, this is, my space is dedicated to service. So I don't really see it as a business. Right. I see it as a place that is open for whoever needs it. So, um, and, um, I, I don't usually advertise, um, people find me because it's time and they're supposed to. Um, so it's a welcoming space. It's a beautiful space. And I love meeting myself in different people every single time, because that's what it feels like. Um, I'm meeting other parts of me. Um, I'm meeting and my heart opens so much and I feel so, um, I don't know. It's a, it's a very joyful feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, so tomorrow's group is, I hope it's going to be of service to people who attend. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sound healing is, um, an absolutely beautiful experience as well. Mm-hmm. And, um, individual sessions are always, um, uh, a good start mm-hmm. and you know the divine will take it from there right and for individual sessions do they also go to the meetup page or a website no they can find it um the the website is www.davinalearning.com mm-hmm. um d-a-v-i-n-a learning.com d yes mm-hmm. um and um there's a description of everything that's happening in the center. Um, usually it's updated month to month. So um, everybody's welcome. I, you know, I always love meeting people. So, and my heart is open. That's fantastic. And that way, and they can also contact you also through that website again, right? Yes, they can. And they can definitely call me at 401-556-3643 or text me on the same number. Um, I'll answer any question. It's not necessarily uh, related to sessions, but, you know, I always like to see if we're the best match for each other because, um, you know, that's important as well. Well, it was certainly a wonderful pleasure speaking with you today, uh, Nagla, and I thank you for gracing us with your virtual presence here. Uh, Likewise. Thank you so much. I'm honored. Thank you. 
Thank you. Again, you could, uh, could you repeat that website one more time? It's www.davinalearning.com, D-A-V-I-N-A-L-E-A-R-N-I-N-G.com. Mm -hmm. And the phone number is 401-556-3643. Right. And they can find the Davina um, Holistic Set, uh, Empowerment Group, right, on uh, Meetup? On Meetup, yes. All right. Again, it was a pleasure, Nagla. Thank you so much. Thank you. Likewise. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Okay, everyone. That's all the time we have for today's show. We had a wonderful um, conversation today with uh, Nagla. It was such a pleasure. As always, you can visit www.awakenedpathonline.com for show updates, courses, workshops, events, resources, and more. You can also contact me on that website by hitting the contact tab. I'm Reverend Candace Nadine Green, and thank you for listening to Awakened Path Radio. Namaste and blessed be.